The Latina culture is filled with stories and fables and superstitions and folklore. A lot of these stories stem from the mothers and the grandmothers attempt to keep their children and grandchildren on the straight and narrow. Can you believe that? <laughs> they simply try to scare their kids into being good kids. Hey, I think it works. And many of the Costa Rican folklore and scary stories were born from another Central or South American country. They all seem to run together and each country seems to have different names associated with the same fable. Whether it be Chile, Argentina, Mexico, Guatemala, or Costa Rica. There's so many stories to share and here's a few for today's enjoyment. La Mano Peluda. The story of La Mano Peluda is sort of a combination of werewolf and Candyman. As a kid, I was told that if I didn't go to sleep, La Mano Peluda, which is the hairy hand, would grab me and made sure I stayed put. But where did this hairy hand come from? Well, the legend is that the hand was the only remaining living part of a man who was killed during the Spanish Inquisition. And so he sought revenge by haunting Latino children, stealing us from our beds and taking us God knows where. The scariest Latin legend is that of one that is 100% real. It's La Muerte, the Grim Reaper, also known as Death. Latinos probably pray to La Muerte just as much as they pray to Jesus. As in, please do not come and get me, or La Muerte, it's not my time. Statues of La Muerte, often seen as human skeletons in a hood and cape, or just human skeletons carrying a scythe, are sold in Latin grocery stores right alongside all the saints' candles and Jesus pictures. One of the ways you can ward off death is by placing money and other treats such as alcohol or food at the feet of your La Muerte statue so you can keep them happy. The lady known as La Mulata of Cordoba in Veracruz, Mexico, just up the road from Costa Rica. Many of these stories have some truth to them. In Mexico's general archive of the nation, there is a file that tells a story that occurred many years ago in the state of Veracruz. During the 16th century, the Holy Inquisition blamed a woman named Soledad, who lived in Cordoba, to be a witch. The rumor was that she had a pact with the devil to look young forever. However, Soledad was a very skilled herbalist who was dedicated to cure any illness in her community as well as possessing great beauty that caused envy among all. She was known for being a lonely and somewhat sullen woman in rejecting many suitors regardless of whether they were rich or poor. Among those suitors was the mayor of Cordoba, Don Martin de Ocaña, who, feeling angry, started the rumor that Soledad was a witch and that she had given him a potion that made him feel in love with her. Although many illnesses had been cured by her, the townspeople were afraid of going against the Catholic faith and being judged by the Holy Inquisition. When questioned, many said they saw her fly over the rooftops, laughing ghoulishly at night, and some women claimed that Soledad harassed them to sell love potions. For these accusations, Soledad was locked up in the San Juan de 
Alua prison and sentenced to the stake. During her isolation, she used her beauty to convince a jailer to give her a piece of charcoal with which she amused herself by drawing on the walls. The day before she was executed, Soledad showed the jailer a beautiful sailing ship that she had drawn on one of the walls and asked, what is missing from this ship? The jailer replied, to navigate my lady? And she replied, well, look how it navigates. In amazement, he watched as Soledad mingled with her drawing and began to move away and disappear forever. Noticing the lack of the jailer, the other soldiers descended only to find the cell empty and the jailer dead. And finally, after eating three plates of gajo pinto one rainy Saturday night, the grandfather of my friend Carlos told a story that he thinks is very true. He said it really happened, but we all know that it was indeed a case of sour stomach, indigestion, and heartburn for eating so much gajo pinto late at night. Johan, Carlos's grandfather, said that shortly after he fell asleep that Saturday night, only an hour or so after his huge dinner, he swears that a huge rooster appeared at his bedside. The rooster started pecking Johan's head. Johan let out a huge scream, still half asleep, of course. Johan got out of bed and started wrestling with the rooster, who was the size of a man. Somehow, Johan found himself sitting or laying on the back of the rooster and was carried out to the barn. At sunrise on Sunday morning, about 5.15, Johan found himself laying by the hen house, <laughs> dirty, tired, and ready to go back to sleep. He walked back to the house, took a shower, went back to bed, and didn't get up till late Sunday afternoon. Now, I don't know if that's a fable or a superstition or a folklore or a ghost story or what, but the bottom line is Carlos was telling me about his father, Johan, or excuse me, his grandfather, and he was laughing his rear end off. That was funny. Anyway, there's so much synergy in Mother Nature as well when it comes to all these superstitions and folklore. It's been going on for hundreds and thousands and tens of thousands of years ever since man was put upon this earth over 200,000 years ago. A lot of times there's many, many stories told about Mother Nature and the jungles and the volcanoes and the mountains. There's so many stories coming out of Costa Rica and we're going to bring them all to you. Just give us a little bit of time. We'll be here for a long while sharing stories and we hope you'll be here with us to listen. So many stories coming out of Costa Rica. Stick around. We're just getting started. Pura Vida, thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.